Welcome to the Content 10X Podcast, the show where content creators learn how to harness the power of content repurposing. And now, your host, Amy Woods. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Content 10X Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Woods, and this week I'm really pleased to have a fantastic guest, Julia Bramble, and we're going to be talking all about how you can make the most of your content and repurpose it in order to run Facebook ads. So something that I've never really talked about before, Facebook ads. So Julia is a social media strategist. She's a coach. She's a speaker. Um, Welcome to the show, Julia. Thank you so much and thank you for having me. No, it's really, really great to have you on. <laughs> so we first met at Social Media Marketing World last year, didn't we? Which is funny. Yeah, we did. M- yet more Brits that actually meet each other in <laughs> America instead of in the UK. That's so true. Yeah, that hadn't clicked with me till you said that. But yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I've met so many great people um, at that conference, Social Media Marketing World. It's, it's really good, yeah. isn't it? You are such an expert in social media. I'm really looking forward to our conversation. Um, Would would you mind just introducing yourself a bit more to tell um, the audience a little bit more about your background and what you do? Sure. Okay. Well, I've been helping small business owners and marketers to really get results from their online marketing in the simplest way possible, because I'm all about simplicity, Um, for about eight years now. But my training and my background prior to that is actually in science. And for many years, I actually worked in forensic science. And I know that a lot of people kind of say, well, how is forensic science similar to online marketing? Well, actually, it is very similar, because forensic science is all about going out there and looking at like the new whizzy shiny way to do things and turning it into a repeatable process that you can actually depend on every day to give you results and that's exactly um, what I and a number of people like myself do to help clients with social media and online marketing so the process is exactly the same Um, and the other side to me that you probably should know about is that I'm a mum of six children which means that I have no time whatsoever so anything that I talk about has been tested by me and is actually worth putting your time to it's not some fluffy stuff that isn't actually going to give you any results yeah I remember when um, I was talking to you when we first met and came onto the topic of kids and uh, you know I mentioned mine and I said do you have any children and you said yeah I've got six and like, wow <laughs> six <laughs> I know it's crazy yeah I really honestly I really do admire you because you get you get so much done with your business and you're so knowledgeable with what you do and you seem to achieve so much and then you've got six children so much going on in the family life as well so I completely oh. um completely understand what you said in terms of if you can what you can achieve and the focus on simplicity must be so important processes simplicity <laughs> and yeah how that all overlaps and um the background in forensic science as well I, I get what you're saying it's it's advertising and social media it is a, a mix of art and science really isn't it it totally is and the science obviously comes in when you're looking at your analytics or you're trying to turn things into a process and the art of course comes in when you're actually thinking about maybe the images or the words or whatever that you're using so yeah you're right it's an absolute combination it is yeah so today's topic um facebook so i know i mentioned i'd really like to look at 
the repurposing of content to run Facebook ads. But actually, yeah. um, first question I wanted to ask you, because it dawned on me as I was thinking about this show that I haven't really had a specific episode just on Facebook in general and the, the things that we can ah, do on Facebook. <laughs> shock. I know, I know. Um, it comes up all the time, but I've not done a really kind of deep dive into into Facebook. I've been, I've talked about Pinterest and LinkedIn. So that, this is stage one, this with Facebook ads, and then I'm going to go into different um, conversations about different aspects of Facebook. But to get started, um, obviously there's been so much going on with Facebook and the whole kind of scandal over data breaches and things like that. What is your um, opinion on just Facebook at the moment, just as a social platform, but particularly for um, you know, businesses trying to to use it to stand out and grow an audience? I think that, yeah, I mean, the Cambridge Analytica scandal didn't do Facebook any favours, but all the all the media that were going on about, oh, people are going to leave Facebook in droves, I don't see, I haven't seen that happening at all, and I don't see it happening now. So in terms of businesses, Facebook is still, you know, by far the biggest social media platform. So if you want to reach your potential customers and clients, Facebook has got to be up there at the top of the list in terms of, you know, a place to to actually make your mark. But also businesses have got what the thing about Facebook I love is that it gives you so many ways to actually reach and interact with your clients because you've got your organic Facebook page, if you like, which it's going to be difficult to get anything from unless you're running ads these days. But you've also got your personal profile that some people use very much as a professional networking tool now. You've got Facebook groups, of course, where you can go and grow a community. And we know that for businesses in the future, having a community around you that know, love and trust you is going to be a very important part of your stability and your viability. And you've also got Facebook Live of course, which is another whole remit and another whole way of interacting with and engaging your audience. So that's one of the reasons why I really think that Facebook has got to be sort of top of the pile for most businesses when they're looking at getting in front of their audience and their potential customers. And you mentioned about um, organic reach. So and you said yes. about how, you know, if you are posting from a business page, obviously that has diminished quite a lot the organic reach but could you just explain to anyone who's actually just wondering what do we mean by organic what what how would we define organic versus the alternatives okay so when you um when you create a facebook page the idea always was historically to create an audience around that facebook page i.e people that liked that page And then, yeah, back in the day, whatever you posted on your page would be seen by the people who liked your page. Great, lovely equation. And that worked really well for years. And then Facebook decided that things were getting a bit too noisy in the newsfeed because there were too many people posting, people and businesses, posting into our newsfeeds. And not everybody could physically see all the posts from the friends that they were friends with and from the businesses that they'd liked and followed. So Facebook had to introduce a system whereby they actually started to rank posts and updates that were put out into the newsfeed to make sense of it all for us, you know, the audience that were trying to to actually scroll through this stuff. And that system is called the algorithm. And the algorithm now works out 
just what it is that you're going to see in the news feed based on interest and based on interaction that you've actually had with that person or indeed with that business and their Facebook page in the recent past. So if you post onto your Facebook page organically, and by that I mean not using any paid ads, then now you stand much less of a chance of your posts being seen by your audience than you ever used to. In fact, I think it's down, the stats are something down at, at like a couple of percent. So that means that if you post out on your Facebook page, then only about 2% of the people who've liked your page will probably see your posts unless you are making an effort to get really good engagement. And by that, I mean responses and interaction on those posts. If you're getting great engagement, then Facebook will see that the stuff that you're putting out there is good quality and your people love it. And because they want to give people a good experience on Facebook, then they will carry on showing them content that they're responding to because they deem that they love it and they're having a great experience. But if you're not getting much engagement, then the alternative is to run ads to make sure that you're getting your stuff in front of the people that you really want to reach. Yeah, and then that's when Facebook's advertising platform comes in, isn't it? And totally. um, it, with, with, without any doubt, Facebook's advertising platform is by far the most sophisticated advertising platform of all the social media platforms. Um, yes. It's, it's really, really advanced, isn't it? And that's why I think it, it's really important if you aren't getting that reach to just consider having a really small budget isn't it to to still try and get your post seen so so moving on now to the discussion more about Facebook ads so um what is it about Facebook's advertising um platform what are the key features that you think are so good for um people who want to start dipping into Facebook ads Oh, brilliant. Great question. Thank you. (laughs) Well, first of all, it is the cost effectiveness, as you've already mentioned. So compared to all the other social media platforms that do offer paid advertising, Facebook is still by far the most cost effective form of advertising. So that's worth knowing about. Costs are going up, but it's still a lot cheaper to advertise there than it is to advertise anywhere else. And if you choose the right form of ads and we'll probably talk about this in a minute but here I'm really talking about video ads you can still get you know you can get probably a three second view video view for about a penny which means that you know when you've got 10 pound budget you could be getting your message in front of an audience of a a thousand or more than a thousand people I mean that's crazy cost effective compared to any other form of probably online paid advertising and especially offline advertising. So we've got the cost effectiveness. Also, we've got the targeting. As you said, it's the most sophisticated form of social media advertising, just in terms of who we can actually target with our ads. There are about 60 different filters that we can use to make sure that we get in front of exactly the right people for us. And that means that Although some people see Facebook ads as a replacement for that organic reach that they might have lost on their page, actually Facebook ads allow us to go out and reach a whole new audience that we would never otherwise reach if we were just using our Facebook page because this targeting is so crazy and there's such a massive audience out there. Then we've got the ability to actually set these things up like really quickly. It's probably only going to take you about 10 minutes to set up an ad. You can stop it. You can pause it. You can edit ads. 
but also you can test different versions of ads if you want to. And for small businesses, I'm not saying that you have to go out there and test because you've probably got better things to do with your time. But if you want to, you can go out and test. I mean, imagine going out there and trying to test, for example, the headline on a a leaflet drop or something like that. (laughs) See what the different results would be. It'd be crazy, wouldn't it? You just wouldn't think about it. But Facebook gives you that ability. And then the final one for me, and this is where the magic really comes in, is that Facebook allows us to retarget, which means it allows us to go back and talk to people by showing them ads, talk to people who've shown the most interest in our business or in the content that we've actually put out there. And again, that's a crazy thing that some of us now take for granted. But imagine trying to do that with, again, a leaflet drop or a magazine ad, going back and actually following up with somebody who you know has seen or watched or consumed 50% of your previous message, for example. It's unbelievably powerful. And it's just as good for small businesses as it is for big brands. Yeah, it's, it's, it is so sophisticated and so powerful, isn't it? And as you said, the yeah. kind of um, kind of advertising funnels that you can build where you can say okay show this ad to people who who have been on my website and then okay they clicked on the video but they didn't watch it all so now let's just show them this ad and then the people who didn't click on the video let's show them this one and you can really really um get so sophisticated can't you with it and the targeting from custom audiences people who visited your website lookalike audiences which is um, amazing as well, isn't it? So they will build a profile of the the audience you have, and then try and find um, yeah. similar groups of people. So there's so much that you can do on the advertising platform. And like you said, at the moment, there may be some people saying it's getting a bit more expensive. Yes, it is, but it's still really reasonable for what you can do, isn't it? It is. It totally is. And what I love about it is that although there are, you know, all the whizzy, shiny bits, if you want them there for a big brand and all these massive complex things, actually for like small business owners, maybe there's only one or two people within the business and they're wearing a gazillion hats. but They still want to use Facebook ads. Like there are really simple ways to use Facebook ads as well, where you don't have to use all that kind of stuff and then everything in between. So it's perfect for everybody. It is. Yeah. And so coming on to the kind of ads that you can run, this is where I wanted to bring in the repurposing aspect, really. So I'm thinking about people um, listening to this podcast now who, let's say, for example, they, let's start with, they create regular videos. So video is their main form of content and they put out maybe a weekly, um, let's say a weekly Facebook Live, actually. So... Yeah. How would you recommend that they might be able to then use Facebook ads to kind of repurpose or advertise that Facebook Live video that they've been doing every week? Brilliant. I mean, definitely worth thinking about advertising your Facebook Live before you go live to get an audience there for you, because there's nothing worse, and I know from experience, than doing a Facebook Live like to to maybe no one and and trying to still sound like really chatty and energetic. So it's great to have an audience there because that's what gives you the live feel. But then when you've created the live, um, obviously you can download your video. And then I would suggest chopping out or editing to, to create a minute or a minute and a half long video, but a minute if you possibly can, of like really super valuable tips. Maybe you've got two or three little tips that you're actually sharing within that video and add on 
a little intro that lets people know that you're going to be sharing this super amazing content, then introduces you yourself and how you actually help people. And then you want a little call to action at the end. And then you've actually got a great little video that you can go out and use as a basis or use as your content for your Facebook ad. And of course, depending what your objective is, you could use that video in a number of ways. So you could use it as a, a sort of self-contained little video just to build brand awareness, if you like, to let people know more about you and your business before you then maybe think about going back and retargeting and encouraging them to take the next step with you. Or you could use that video as a little snippet, a little teaser to actually get people to come and, and watch the full download video. Say you've hosted it somewhere by now because you've downloaded it and you want people to come and watch it, then you could take a little snippet and use it to tease that out. Um, and there are all sorts of ways that you could potentially use that video. But as we were saying earlier, video and Facebook ads at the moment are just like a match made in heaven because they are the most cost-effective form of advertising. But also you've got this ability to go back and retarget people based on how much of that original video they might have watched. Say they've watched 10 seconds or they've watched 25% or they've watched 75%. You can then go back and, and talk to those people that watched that particular segment and send them a follow-up message. Wow, yeah, so it's really powerful. And um, when if somebody is to create a shorter snippet, as you said, and then put out yeah. a post, do you recommend that they create the post on the, on the page and post it and then go ahead yeah. and boost that? Or should they go into the advertising platform and create a separate standalone ad that's going to run from there but not a boosted post from their own page? The way I do it, and most people I work with um, like this way, is what they do is they create a post on their page because that means that the post actually gets published on their page. You know, for most of us, that's absolutely fine. And the only reason you don't want to publish a post on your page is when you maybe want to test out four or five different iterations of the same thing. And then it would just start to look like you've gone a bit bonkers because you're, <laughs> you're sharing posts that all look vaguely similar, but aren't. So create a post on your page. And then instead of jumping into boost post, which is that blue button that Facebook wants us to click all the time, which doesn't give as good results as using Ads Manager. I then encourage my people to go into Ads Manager and create an ad. But when you're in the middle of creating an ad, you can actually choose, instead of creating a whole new ad, you can actually choose to use a post that you've already created on your page. So that's the way I do it. Then you get all the functionality from Ads Manager, which allows you to use your custom audiences and your saved audiences and to narrow people down and use, use whatever combinations that you want to to make sure that you get the most oomph for those ads, but you can all, you can use that post that you've already created. Plus, if you do it that way around, you can create the post, I don't know, in the morning or the day before, wait for it to get a little bit of, of engagement naturally, and then come in and create the ads. They've already got like a little bit of social proof there before you're then sharing it with a wider audience. Yeah, I really like that. It's a really good strategy. And you can take so many different short snippets of uh, video you know for different purposes the bit that made people laugh the bit that was really powerful the bit that was just a great tip or something like that and then um run all sorts of different short videos from video ads from one and really can't you as well so absolutely yeah and the other thing I've done sometimes is I've done a Facebook live and this has particularly happened when I've done a Facebook live when I've been doing it with somebody else 
And after I've done the Facebook Live, I thought, wow, there's some really good points that came up in that. And I've not necessarily wanted to go back and actually like wade through, say, a half hour long video. But because all the stuff is still fresh in my mind, I've just quickly like gone outside or, or sat at my desk um, with my phone or my laptop and literally just created a quick, you know, minute long video based on everything that we've just discussed. But the three or four salient points that really jumped out, or as you said, that that people responded to or that people found most helpful or that you realized were kind of new points that maybe people hadn't thought about before. So it's sort of repurposing, but it's it's taking all that video and creating something new, but based on what actually happened within that discussion. Yeah, it's, it's kind of, it's repurposing, but actually it's adding a little bit more extra, isn't it? It's kind of the reflection yeah. on the topic. And, and yes. I really like the idea of that. And that's a great thing to boost, isn't it? To to then yeah. um, get in front of a new audience, particularly as well as your current audience. Um, yeah. So um, video ads, as you said, they're doing really, really well. Um, if, let's say, somebody doesn't start with video content, so... Let's move over to somebody who actually has a podcast. They don't record the podcast on video, so it's very much audio. Yeah. Um, what kind do you have any tips or advice for how you could get in front of people by repurposing some of your podcast content onto uh, within Facebook using ads? Well, I would suggest I'm sure um, all podcasters by now actually produce show notes and send their podcast off to rev.com or similar to get transcripts so from those show notes I would suggest literally to creating a post within Facebook that provides great value either kind of lifting directly from the show notes or again maybe doing the equivalent of what I've just talked about with the video and actually pulling out say the key points that your podcast cover because it's so much easier when it's written down to quickly scan through it and pull those out and create a really value-filled post on Facebook itself and then use that as the basis for an ad because what you're going out there doing then is you are sharing that content with a wider audience so maybe the people on Facebook wouldn't be your podcast audience right at the end you can offer that they learn more by coming across to your website or something like that but what you're doing is you're establishing your credibility you're starting to build trust you're building relationships you're allowing people to see you as being helpful and being friendly and giving something before you ask for anything back, which would be maybe the next step or two steps further down the line where you encourage them to take some action with you. But you can use all that value you've created in the podcast to start building a community around you that actually really know what you're up to and love what you do. And they might very well start referring you on. Yeah, and I think, um, I guess, another thing that they can do is something that we talked about just before with the video where film your podcast and then do a quick video after you've done your podcast and or just when it's been released talking about it just a couple of minutes and then as you said you've then got a great video post on Facebook um that could potentially be a great video ad and that's going really well on Facebook at the moment and it's just explaining the topic and trying to introduce them to come along and listen to it isn't it really yeah, absolutely. You can you can absolutely create a teaser a teaser post, whether that's a post or a video post, to encourage people to come along and and get the full podcast. Absolutely. So, and both you know you could use both strategies you know at the same time because you'll get some people who will be quite happy to to hop off Facebook and come and listen to your full podcast. You'll get other people 
um, and I'm more like this, who would love to just get all the value, like in the quickest way possible within the post itself, and maybe wouldn't have 20 minutes or whatever it is to come and listen to your podcast. But I will still start to know, like, and trust you just from having seen that initial that ad. I guess it's just really important to test and test, isn't it? And just keep seeing what your audience like. And with show notes or I guess with a blog post as well, so for people who are putting out regular written content, um, one thing that you can do, you could put almost the whole blog post in as a long-form post, but most likely would it be best to... It depends how long the post is, doesn't it? But probably yeah. be best to actually at least break the posts down and create shorter posts. Although, what's yeah. your opinion on that? Because some people do tell me they do really well with very, very long <laughs> yeah. posts on Facebook. I think, again, it's a matter of, of testing it out, as yeah. you've just said. So test out putting out a post with maybe just the key points from your blog and then allowing people, if they want to, to go across and read the whole post or yeah putting virtually the whole post within your facebook post and and seeing how it does because you might find the thing is that you know we've we've now come to a point where people are quite happy to be on facebook but people are getting much more wary about jumping to across to websites that they've never visited before but you know viruses and all sorts of stuff going on GDPR has probably started to frighten people a little bit as well. They've made it, you know, made people think about this. So it's getting more difficult to take people across to websites from Facebook. So you may well find that your audience would actually prefer to get all the value within Facebook and and actually have a really long post in front of them. Try it out and test it. If if your ultimate goal of the ad is to get people to actually just stay within Facebook and like, like like and share and interact as opposed to your ultimate goal being to get them to go over to another destination, your website. Do Facebook give you a better, um, you know, cost for running the ad, like a better price running the ad if the 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 goal the the purpose of the campaign of the ad is to still keep them in? It's just to get them to like and share and comment. Yeah, you'll get a much better cost there you'll get a much better price because I mean ultimately Facebook wants to keep people within Facebook as well so actually thinking about providing value within your ad itself is is going to play into Facebook's hands to a certain extent so you're going to get a much better rate for your ads than if you are taking people off to a website but also think about the context of your audience if you come across a post from somebody that you've never met before and they're giving you two or three lines and saying, come across and read my blog post on my website, and you've never met them before, are you likely to do it? No, you're not. Whereas if you've seen maybe a couple of posts that this person has already shared where they've given you some value within the post, and the next thing you see them sharing is something saying, look, I've got this you know, amazing blog I've just written giving you all this value and this free template, hop across and read it, you're far more likely then to actually do it so think about where your audience is in terms of knowing liking and trusting you already are they a cold audience or have you already um, got some relationship built up with them because then the more likely they are to go and hop across to your website the less you're going to pay facebook to encourage them to do so yeah that completely makes sense and just whilst we're talking about choosing about being aware of the audience um what tips would you provide for 
when you were in how to manager and you're, you've mm. got this whole section where you're given options of how to choose who the ad goes in front of and you have interests and maybe you, yeah. you know, have been able to set up custom audiences. But let's say that you haven't set up custom audiences. So you're faced with, with, with the decisions over, do you go interest or what, what would you choose? What would you say is um, one of the best ways to try and identify your audience and make sure that the ad goes in front of the right audience right we've got two different um scenarios here because one is if you're a local business you are quite likely to have quite a specific area or location that you want to advertise to so here you can't really try and drill down um that specifically or what you're going to end up doing is getting such a small audience that facebook will probably not run your ads or will run them really slowly so don't think about having to target too tightly if you're a local a local business with a very specific audience. But most of us can advertise to quite a wide location, so we don't have to worry about that. So we've got the obvious things about gender and where people live and age and all that sort of stuff. But before you dive into Ads Manager, it is worth spending half an hour or an hour doing a bit of research about your people and think about what interests would they have thinking about the interest piece here what interests would they have that would separate them from all the other people on Facebook so are there particular people that they would follow for example maybe authors of books that they would read that would show that they are motivated to solve the particular challenge that you help with for example rather than just being interested in it as a generic interest that lots of people might be interested in say if they watch tv programs on it or what organizations would they belong to that show again that they're actually actively doing something about solving that challenge solving the problem or achieving the dream so for you know i'm i talk to small business owners so i might think about books that my people have read that would show that they're actually interested in marketing or in growing their business or whatever i might think about organizations like networking organizations that show that they're interested in going out there and actually getting customers or the other thing you can think about also are equipment or tools or kit or something that your people would be buying who would they buy it from or what is it that they would be buying that might show up as an interest on Facebook so again for small business owners um, some of the tools that they might use would be online tools such as email marketing software, for example, or membership software or invoicing software, things like that that show that they are actively actually doing the thing that you want to target them for because Facebook gives you such a different range of interests that you know you you could put out there that you're interested in small business just because you happen to watch the apprentice on telly and you're not actually a small business owner whatsoever so start thinking about the interests that show that they are actively doing something about it yeah. so that's the interest piece sort of covered off uh-huh. and then the other the other piece is the behaviors um, and again, what I would do here is I would suggest actually before you go into Ads Manager for real is actually go through the behaviors that Ads Manager gives you. A, because it's changing by the day because they're adding some in and taking some out. So it's useful to actually know what you've got to play with. But B, also to think about, again, what's relevant to you. So for, again, for small business owners, I've got people who 
are registered as being small business owners by dint of their behavior actually on Facebook. Facebook is calling them that or Facebook page admins. But you've got loads of other stuff coming up, you know, like people who travel and, and all that kind of thing coming up. So see what might be relevant for you in that arena. And then demographics, you've got exciting things. Again, I would have a scroll through this before you actually set your ad live so you can see what's here for you. You've got exciting things like if, for example, you target parents, you've got parents of specific age children. If you're targeting anything to do with weddings, you've got people who've got engaged recently. You've also got friends of people who got engaged. So you've got all these kinds of things that you can actually be looking out for that might be very relevant to your business. But if you try and go into Ads Manager and set up your ad and research what's actually available to you all at the same time, you're probably just going to get totally overwhelmed and kind of just pick something for the sake of it and go away again. The best the best idea really is to do a bit of research, do a bit of planning, see what audience sizes come up when you actually start plugging some of these things into Ads Manager. And if you're sat there and you've got like a whole range of different options and you don't know which to go for, then actually try testing two or three different options. Create one ad or use one post and run it out to see three different audiences because that way you'll really get a feel for how people behave, how they respond to what it is that you're actually sharing. And you'll probably get much better results that way. Yeah, I think um, it's such a good idea to just run it out and start on a lower budget isn't it so yeah I always tend to think if say you had a um, hundred pound budget let's say you're best off doing three yards and put 10 pounds on each and just spend yeah. 30 quid and then when you've got 70 left over well which was the best of the three and then put the 70 yeah. on the one that was the best for the the final yeah. budget it's the it's the best thing to do isn't it just run a little bit of a test first and then um don't just put all your eggs in one basket from the start Absolutely. I mean, I've worked with people who have only gone with that one audience, you know, and they've been paying something ridiculous, like five pounds for a website click or whatever. You go and try another audience that they'd never thought to test before. And all of a sudden, it's, I don't know, 75p. So, you know, first time out with their 10 quid, they would have got two clicks. And second time out, they would have got a lot more. And I can't calculate that. Cause my head isn't screwed on. But you know where I'm coming from. But if you don't test those other audiences, then you never actually know. However, for something like video views, because they're so cost effective anyway, then maybe you don't have to go down the testing route so much. You know, so if you've got if you really don't want to have to test different audiences out and worry about that so much, then maybe go for a form of ad where you're paying a lot less in the first place. So it doesn't have that much impact. Yeah, that completely makes sense. I think um, just what you said as well on choosing the like doing the research ahead of time and thinking yeah. about who you know what would be the ideal person what would what they'd be looking at what would be interested in it's so important and um to try and find the pages that people will have liked isn't it that kind of thing yeah posted the facebook put people in certain buckets as well about this person likes cars or this person likes yeah. fishing or something and they're not always quite right but like you said if if you've liked an Aston Martin garage page or something, then that shows you probably do like cars rather than Facebook's generic putting you in a bucket that you like cars. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, absolutely. So yeah. those broad interests, yeah. Facebook calls some broad interests, those broad interests usually aren't that helpful no. for us. 
unless what you're doing, Facebook does allow you to do this thing whereby if you add in a load of different interests into the box that you get in Ads Manager, what Facebook does then is it makes your audience gradually bigger because it's saying, oh, you're interested in this or this or this. However, you can also narrow down. So you can take a very broad interest and then you hit the narrow down option, which sits just underneath. And then you can actually choose the subset of those people that had that broad interest, but also like this and this. So that's the only time when I would maybe think about using those broad interest buckets. Because otherwise, like you say, they're generally too generic. Yeah, they can be, can't they? So yeah. Um, no, I th- thank you. I think, um, I guess the key, a key takeaway really that I'm getting from our discussion is that from a, from a content perspective and for everything that I talk about on the Content 10X podcast about repurposing is if you're creating videos, podcasts, blog content, then the usual repurposing advice of creating an engaging graphic or a short teaser video and all that kind of thing to make you stand out on social media still stands. It's just that when you've created that great short video or that really good graphic, that's when you can start thinking, do I now, is this something that I can now use to put a little bit of budget behind in Facebook ads to to reach more people? And that's when um, you can start playing around a little bit more with creating some variations on the graphic or variations on the video and starting to think about, like like you said, Julia, not putting everything on your page then, but going into the ads platform so you have more leeway to um, split test and put more things out there without yeah. making your page look very repetitive and strange <laughs> if you're just going to keep putting it out there. Um, I've, got, I've got two last questions for you. The first one is... Um, if somebody is listening to this and they're just getting really, really um, inspired, perhaps haven't actually ever run Facebook ads before and are thinking, wow, I've really been missing out and I'm going to get started. For a complete newbie who is inspired and is going to go right away and start placing an ad, um, yeah. what would you recommend then would just be that first stepping stone, that first step to, um, to, to the foray into the Facebook ads? I would say take that approach that we've just discussed where you create a face, just a nice Facebook post on your Facebook page with a nice image, some text that would maybe give their audience, you know, two or three key tips um, and, and use chatty tone of voice as if you're like talking to someone over coffee. Okay, don't make it corporate and have a load of jargon in there. Create something really nice like that. Have a nice low budget, maybe set a budget of £2 a day or whatever, run that ad out for a week to an audience that you think would be the right audience for you, and then go back in and, and have a look at the results that Facebook feeds you in the results table and just get a feel for how the whole system works. Facebook will ask you when you set up your campaign, they will ask you what objective do you want for your campaign? And all Facebook is asking you there is what do you actually want to achieve? What are your goals? Um, And it will then help you by optimizing your ads to actually reach the people that would take the action that you would want. So for that post, I would suggest just going for engagement, which means that you would get more responses to that post. So when you've got your results in a week's time, when maybe you've spent 14 pounds, go in and see how many people responded. You'll start to get a feel for the results that Facebook gives you back, you'll start to get a feel for how many people you reached, how many people responded to you, and exactly how the system works. And then you can start building it from there. 
That's brilliant. Thanks, Julia. That's really, really great advice. <laughs> um, and then um, the last question actually is, um, where can people go to um, reach you and find out more about what you do? Okay, I am at Julia Bramble on every single social media platform, I think, even Pinterest. But I haven't been active there in probably <laughs> about four years, so don't bother trying to find me over there. But everywhere else I'm there, so please feel free to contact me or ping me a message. Or my email is julia at bramblebuzz.co.uk and my website, although it is a bit out of date, is the same. It's um, bramblebuzz.co.uk. So Anywhere you want to find me, please come and do so. And actually, I'll put the links to everything that you just mentioned on the show notes on the webpage as well. Oh, so brilliant. people Thank can you. just go to the website and then they can link everything over to you. So that's fantastic. Um, okay, well, thanks, Julia. I really, really appreciate you coming on the show. It's been really useful. And um, I hope to actually have you back again because there's so much to talk about on Facebook, isn't there? So um, yeah, there really hopefully is. we can do round two sometime as well. <laughs> That'd be fab, thank you. Okay, thanks, Julia. Thanks. So there you have it. That was a really great conversation with Julia Bramble and she really does know her stuff when it comes to Facebook and Facebook ads in particular as well. So thanks very much for listening to today's podcast episode. If you would like any help with your content repurposing and particularly we can help with creating content that you can repurpose and turn into Facebook ads along with all kinds of content repurposing then please do get in touch with me. My email address is amy at content10x.com. Head over to the website as well content10x.com and you can have a look at everything that we do and also please do come over and follow me, interact, engage, have some fun on social media. Handle is at content10x on pretty much every social media platform. Instagram is probably the one that I'm on the most. And all that's left to say is thanks so much for listening to today's podcast episode and I'll catch you in the next one. Bye.